Welcome to Park Ave Baptist Church Podcast. A weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. I'm Himra Chanel, pastor of community engagement and stewardship. And I'm Darcy Jarrett, pastor of worship, advocacy, and arts. Park Ave is a bold, inclusive, and creative community where everyone is welcome. We uplift voices and identities that are marginalized elsewhere. We affirm all ethnicities, racial identities, ages, socioeconomic groups, gender identities, and sexual orientations. Because we hold to a theology that refuses to other anyone. At Park Ave, our leadership model is non-hierarchical. And we practice an open pulpit where you will hear a multiplicity of theologically trained voices from different backgrounds and social locations. We don't just preach and talk about deconstructing systems and structures of power. We We practice practice it. Through this podcast, we hope you will be inspired, encouraged, and challenged. Listen Listen with with us now. Park Avenue Baptist Church, in response to COVID-19, has suspended in-person worship, but that can't stop us. What you'll hear on this podcast is a recording of our online worship, which happens each Sunday at 10 a.m. Join us through our Facebook, at Park Ave Baptist, or our Instagram, at Park Ave Baptist. We hope that you stay safe in these difficult times. Now for a biblical reading from Luke 4, chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. Jesus rebuked him and said, Satan, get behind me, for it is written in the scripture. Only one is worthy of your adoration. You will worship before the Lord your God and love him supremely. Next, the devil took Jesus to Jerusalem and set him on the highest point of the temple and tempted him there saying, if you really are the son of God, jump down in front of all the people. For it is written in the scripture, God has given his angels instructions to protect you from harm. For the the hands of angels will hold you up and keep you from hurting even one foot on a stone. The word of God for the people of God. All right, Minister Sims, so glad you're here. Just say a quick blessing over our, 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 our preacher this morning. God, bless him. We know you've blessed him in the preparation. And we ask that you are here with us in this moment. Let DJ be just filled with your spirit right now. Amen. 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 Park Avenue. Y'all are my people. I you, <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. Like uh, each and every time I get to worship, interact with y'all and the leadership is phenomenal. It's dope. Uh, Pastor Darcy owns a piece of my heart. Uh, Pastor Henry owns a piece of my heart. <laughs> I love y'all both dearly. Uh, in good fashion, I am not going to take up too much time because I know we are all tired of being on Zoom. I'm sure y'all got Zoom after this. Uh, you got Zoom tomorrow. You got Zoom the day after. Uh, so I'm not going to be on, uh, on too long. Um, I want to pay attention to verse 9. So I'll read it one more time. And I'll read it from the NIV version. Um, it says, the devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. And he said, if you are the son of God, then throw yourself down from here. Park Ave, I want to preach a sermon today titled Wilderness Behavior. Wilderness Behavior. Now, to just start 
the conversation. Let's own the fact that this is awkward. Last time I was with you all, we were hugging and we were singing and we were dancing and we were drinking coffee <laughs> and it was cold <laughs> and we were together. And now we are worshiping together in a more intimate way, in a way in which we get to be in each other's business. You see, we're in each other's living rooms, we're in each other's bathrooms, we're in each other's kitchens, sometimes we're in each other's bedrooms. <laughs> And let's go ahead and address the elephant that we are now in a more intimate way with each other. On the flip side, the other thing we need to address is that 2020 has kicked me in a place where the sun does not shine. This year, we have lost so many friends. We have lost family members. We have lost businesses. We have lost opportunities to worship and to be together. And if some of you are like me, you've also lost some clothes by putting on the freshman 15, even though you're not in college. So we won't talk about that because I'm not going to be in your business. But nonetheless, we are here and we are together. Now, this might surprise you all, but I'm a city boy. I was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I, I hunt and gather on the southwest of Atlanta. Um, I, I fight my way through Atlanta traffic, through the hustle and bustle of city life. And I pride myself on being a city boy. But it was recently I found out that I, I wasn't no longer in the city. So just to share about myself, during my 20s, I did a really reckless thing. Um, as most 20-year-olds do who think they're grown and, and big and bad enough to do what they want to do, uh, I made a decision that would impact the rest of my life. Uh, I actually enlisted in the U.S. Army. And so during this time, I, I packed up all of my things into the smallest bag I could carry, and I got on a bus from Nashville, Tennessee, all the way to Fort Benning, Georgia. And as I traveled farther and farther and farther away from the city, not only did I notice that my cell phone reception was becoming less receptive, but I also noticed that I was entering a new and a foreign place, a wilderness, you might say. I found myself gazing up and wondering what the, what the blippity blank did I just do? You see, I had just entered my wilderness. I was in a wilderness. I was taken to a new place and I was given no contact with family. I was stripped of my personal items or anything that made me special. But little did I know that it was here in my wilderness that I would not only find what God was capable of, but that God would reveal what I am capable of. You see, the wilderness is a place defined by wandering or transgression. The wilderness is a place of hardship. It's a place of oppression. It's a place of uncultivated growth, uninhibited, unhospitable in some places. And the wilderness appears over and over and over again in our Bible. The word wilderness actually is used over 300 times in the Bible. The Hebrew words for wilderness are Midbar, Akbar, and Irmos, which means biblical wilderness. And in our text, the wilderness is associated with the mixing and the experiencing of the wild landscape and also the encounters with God. To sum it up, the biblical wilderness is not an ordinary wilderness. Special things happen when you're in the wilderness. God shows up when you're in the wilderness. And that's exactly where we find Jesus in Luke 4. We find Jesus in the wilderness being tested by the devil. We find Jesus alone, removed from the people in his life, 
cut off from his family. He's probably hungry. He's been physically and emotionally and mentally tormented. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but 2020 has been a wilderness for me. <laughs> 2020 has shown me that it will throw everything at me and that it will not relent. It is unhospitable. It is unrelentless. And it is constant. I had friends that have had marriages attacked in 2020. Their finances have been attacked. Their civil rights, their freedom, their job, their children, their, their education. You see, the wilderness is an uncomfortable place that will try to sneak in and cause you to, to risk it all and break you. You know, I was, we were fine until we moved to Atlanta. We were fine until we had the second child. We were fine until I decided to speak up on my job about misogyny and racism. And we were, my health was fine until whatever. And the wilderness causes us to turn inward and reflect on what's happening around us. That's what we see in Luke 4. We see Jesus alone in the wilderness. In verse 8, Satan asks him, and he responds, Satan, away with you, exclamation mark. So a little background, Pastor Darcy mentioned it. I'm also a former educator, so I could not come and not talk about the language in this text because it matters that much to me. When you see an exclamation point in the text, that means a place of emphasis or strong emotion. Jesus, who had been in the wilderness for an unsaid amount of time, speaks to his enemy with emotion. Family, the point is this, when you're in your wilderness sometimes, you have to speak with emotion. You have to speak with power. When you're in your dark, it's point in life because that's the time when you need to speak the loudest. That's the time when you need to yell and scream and shout and pour into yourself when you are in your wilderness. You see, sometimes you have to lay our formality to the side and let the devil know exactly who he is messing with. You see, in our wilderness, we find out exactly who we are. In our wilderness, God shows us who we are. In the wilderness, God shows up and things begin to happen. Miracles happen in the wilderness. See, society will try to tell you to stay out of the wilderness. But I'm going to challenge you to say is that when you find the wilderness, that's where you're going to find God. God shows up in our wilderness. You see, it's in the wilderness that God gets our attention. It's in the wilderness that God can get rid of those distractions and we can focus in on things that are important, much like my cell phone reception. And if you need an example of how God shows up in the wilderness, I'm so glad you asked. You see, God met the children of Israel after 40 years wandering in the wilderness. God met Joseph in the wilderness after he was cast off by his brothers. God met Moses in the wilderness after tending to a sheep and being a fugitive with a criminal record. God met David in the wilderness. God met Job in the wilderness. God will meet you in the wilderness. Park Ave, God will meet you in your wilderness. And, and, I'm, and when I say wilderness, I'm not just talking about a physical place. I'm not talking about Georgia's backwoods, even though I try to stay out of there anyway. <laughs> the, 
but wilderness can take on many different forms. Sometimes your wilderness can be a spiritual place. You can be wandering around unspiritually. Maybe you don't have a church home or, or, or a community that you can gather around. Maybe your, your wilderness is mental. Maybe you don't have resources and access to therapy or, 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 or healthcare. I've, I've had the opportunity over the last few months to speak to a large amount of, um, uh, of formerly incarcerated people people who have criminal records and people who need housing and, and want um, um, better jobs and they, and, they, and, and they want a better life for themselves. But because they have a criminal record, they're not able to do it. And so for many of them, they have to navigate this massive wilderness that we call the criminal justice system. This criminal justice system is made up of complex structures and, and courts and, and offices that span counties and, and cities and states and even our nation. This is a daunting task. And it was in talking to these people that I began to understand how vast this wilderness is. I got to speak to one young man in particular who told me his story of how prison was his wilderness and had even changed him. And he came out stronger than before. But even though he had made it out of his physical wilderness of prison, he still had to deal with the mental wilderness of people who did not accept him because of his past and his history. It's not just about our wilderness, but it's about our neighbor's wilderness too. Whether your wilderness is a stack of bills that's sitting on your table, or it's navigating the criminal justice system that disproportionately targets black and, black and brown men and women, maybe, or if it's a housing market that makes it difficult to receive housing, or even if it's a church that does not affirm you, God will still show up and show out for you. Wilderness behavior is what I call it. Wilderness behavior is what God places in us down deep. It's our secret weapon. And I told you I was gonna be brief, so I'm gonna tell you a real quick story and I'm gonna leave it at that. My mother um, was unemployed for almost six months. Um, and to be honest, this is her first time. She had been let go from her last three jobs only because of budget cuts. And when my mother told me that this was happening to her again, I was mad to say the least. I was another word, but we good Baptists, so I won't say it. My mother is one of the most funniest people that I know and has one of the biggest hearts. And so for her to be out of a job again, I was angry and I was upset. But when I spoke to her, she looked at me and she's told me words that I will never forget. She said, the same God who got me those jobs will give me a better one. She said the first time this would have gotten me, but God has shown me how to prevail. Part F, all I'm coming here to tell you is that God sent the city boy from the wilderness to tell you that God will bring you through your wilderness and that you will not leave your wilderness the same way that you came into it. That your wilderness is a place of transformation. It's a place where you enter in and you leave differently. I think that's where Jesus wants us to be. I think that's the point of this text, is that no matter where you are or how, how you are or what's going on around you, that everything that you need, you already possess to be victorious. 
is that the same God that led my ancestors out of the wilderness of genocide and oppression is the same God that lives and breathes inside of you. Now, 2020 has been a wilderness. And many of us started 2020 with dreams and anticipation and hopes and all the things that a new year brings. Some of us wrote letters. Some of us changed the layout of our home. Some of us even started or ended relationships. But we found out very quickly that 2020 was not for play play. We found out very quickly that a government that uh, we fund was not going to protect us. We've seen loss of life jump exponentially. We've, we've been unable to sit with people during times of turmoil and confusion. And I could go on and on and on about the ways that this year has tried to break us, but I won't even entertain that narrative. What I will entertain is that we've been here before. You see, we are going through our wilderness, but we will not leave the same way that we came in. So in this season of wilderness, it is my prayer that you walk in your transformation, you embrace your wilderness, and you let God walk with you through every trail. God bless you, Park Avenue. Thank you for listening to the Park Avenue Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to worship with us in person, our services are on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m.-ish. We are at 486 Park Ave in Southeast Atlanta across the street from Grant Park at the corner of Park Ave and Sydney Street. To find out more about us or get in touch, visit our website at parkavebaptist.com. Now go into a world that is too often unjust, knowing that the God that created you loves you and empowers you to love boldly, live inclusively, and serve creatively. Creatively.